spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Morning all, and welcome to Sunday Q&A. We start today's Q&A with the appeal on behalf of the needy. As Rambata 10 says, great to see you close to 5,000 subscribers. I'm a subscriber since the channel was at 100. Big thumbs up. It is true. There are people out there, sad, old, decrepit, receding with funny glasses people that don't quite have 5,000 subscribers. What is more, in two weeks' time it will be this person's birthday. This person would like 5,000 subscribers by his birthday. If you know anybody who might want to subscribe, who may enjoy the channel, please pass this information on to them. Please subscribe generously. <laughs> What's it all about? Uh, no, joking apart, it is my birthday in two weeks' time. And it would be, I, I set myself sunny little targets. It's just things I do. Nice to get four and a half subscribers by Mum's birthday, get five by mine, seven and a half by the end of next year, on the off chance that one day when I'm too old to drive a van, I might be able to make it with a YouTube channel. But honestly, it's just vanity. <laughs> I'm not big on the vanity thing, so I would like to say thank you very much to everyone who has subscribed. Should you feel the need to subscribe, please do. If not, don't worry about it. Right, but anyway, Rebecca Ten, yeah, you're dead right, mate. I've seen your number since day one, and it's good to see you about. So, but enough about the nonsense. On to the fuel. <laughs> which is getting back to normal, I've got to say, which is lovely. Um, many a time I'm now pulling into service stations and laughing alongside other lorry drivers going, remember two weeks' time? And he went, yeah, yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, Defecting Nottingham says, is there a driver shortage? He says the government um, has a load of empty tankers stored which they're going to use for fuel deliveries manned by civilian personnel. So if there's a driver shortage, where did the government find 250 qualified tanker drivers to drive the emergency tankers? I'm not sure they did. I think the army were drafted in. I think they give them basically a crash course on how to um, tip fuel and away they went. But however it happened, it's nice to see that things are getting back to normal because God knows in the career driving game, we've got enough on our plate without worrying where the next bit of fuel's coming from. Um, as John Gunn said, he said, madness, Pete. At DPD, we've been tipping each other off where the diesel is and where the limits are. He said, we've been driving it around at ridiculous o'clock in the morning to beat the queues. £30 doesn't go far, as you'll know. Um, had a lot of regular customers asking how we've been getting on, and most of them surprised to learn that we're self-employed and have our uh, and find our, our own like everyone else. It's been an adventure. Has become my standard response. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my standard response was actually I've been quite lucky. The longest I actually had to wait for fuel was about ten, fifteen minutes, which, in, in fairness, in a truck is not far off what you'd have to wait on a normal day. Um, 
The worst I ever had to go was, I think, about three petrol stations before I pull in, didn't have any, pull in, had a little bit, pull in, got it. So it hasn't been as scary as it could have been, but leads you to believe, you know, if there's a zombie apocalypse, won't be many deliveries soon, will there? Um, as Steve Campbell says, <laughs> finally on the note on the fuel, he says, I actually witnessed a bloke in an Asda garage with an MG hybrid car filled up with £29-ish. Then two jerry cans, then two more jerry cans, I assume for his wife in the Tesla, then another lass, possibly his daughter in a Range Rover. He filled her tank um, and a 10-litre barrel, but put petrol in a Range Rover, which turned out to be diesel. <laughs> so he's right. Uh, right, so this week's video. Um, we did one on the five-metre bed Luton, um, which does seem to be a bit of a white elephant, although I'm now finding out there are people out there with it. So um, as Ski Savoli says... How about if you've got a Luton, extend over the cab area, over the body, and and support it to the bumper. Add a couple more load bar tracks higher up to be able to support um, longer items, not heavy ones. They shouldn't add too much more weight. I don't. I know what you're saying, but the thing is, then you're always going to have things on a diagonal unless you've got to lift it right up in the air and then have it suspended from the ceiling. And that, to me, just sounds like a logistical nightmare. Um, there is an advantage for having a Luton... My mate uh, Martin, the removals guy, has got square box lutons, and he said, I can actually get the amount of stuff that I can actually get above the cab is crazy. He, he can get like 20 packing cases above the thing. Obviously, there's a weight issue, but um, a lot of the time with house removals, it's not always that heavy. And also, you've got that. If you can get five metres from the top of the corner of the box down to the bottom, the opposite bottom corner of the shutter, it does allow you to take like five metre poles and stuff like that. But on the whole... I still can't see that much of an advantage in it. Um, Steve Campbell says, the bread place I worked at had a four-metre four Mercedes bed sprinter Lutons that we used to deliver bread, <laughs> as you would expect. Um, quite often, until the first drop was done, the van was overweight with, without a full load from the bulkhead to the shower and only stacked five trays high. So... And I've heard that one before as well. The guy on my CPC time, so I used to work at a place, and he said, um, you've got five, five drops, so you get in the motor and you go... That's over. That's way over. He said, yeah, but you're only over until you get your first drop. That doesn't count. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, that's all right, then, because the DVSA can't stop me between when I leave the yard and when I get to my first drop. And, of course, I can't have a fatal accident before my first drop because I'm too heavy. No, heavy's heavy. If you're on the road and you're heavy, you're running a, you're running a risk. Don't do it. Sean Gill Martin says, hanging too much weight over the back axle of a five-metre Luton. Um, seen quite a few... Um, a 2.4 by 2.4 by 4 metre curtain sides recently. If they've got the curtain side and they've got like the alley frame and stuff like that, then you've got half a chance. Because then you take the weight, you can have the extended box, and if you haven't got a tail on it, because the tail weighs quarter of a tonne, if you take all that stuff off, then you've got half a chance. But I still say you're better off with the shorter loom and the tail. And, and our man of honest probably is going to have to get back to me. It's Dale Steele. He said, I've got a five-metre curtain-side sprinter with a tail lift. Uh, my sprinter is the same size. Can get eight standard pallets, 10 euros on it. Dale, I would be curious to know, if you take your empty van with your, if it's got a pallet truck or your barrow on it, fill it full of um, diesel, fill it full of air blue, take it to a weighbridge and let me know what it comes in. I would be curious because I think the scary bit with the bigger the motors is you've got a great big van with no payload. And that's kind of, it is a bit of a white elephant, but I'm sure you know what you're doing. Final word goes to Godzilla's. It says five metres. What you have here is basically what I'm saying, is an idea that falls on its head. 
um, chap I met builds skip trucks from transit vans. The skip wagons carry those tiny little skips. I asked him about the weight, and he says an empty skip weighs 500 kilos. Those tiny skips are built to, bear it, to carry a tonne. So you can rent a skip out and ask the customer to not put anything in it. Um, you have the, only got to seat the customer's or you hope the customer's got lots of light stuff, you aren't fulfilling most of the customer's needs. The thing is, you like to say, I mean, you're going to be hard pushed to find a Luton that will carry a tonne, let alone when you start putting hydraulic gear on for lifting a skip onto the back. And I dare say, like I say, but if by the time you've built a skip lorry out of a Luton, the truck itself... To me, if you've got a five-metre Luton with a tail lift, or if you've got a skip lorry that's a, that's a Luton, if I was one of them traffic policemen, every time one went past, I went, here we go, let's go and check him out. Because they know you're going to be overweight. You've only got to look at the motor to know it. But anyway, that was it. Grapes. That was bizarre. I found myself in a vineyard in Yorkshire, which apparently is the furthest vineyard um, north, picking grapes. And the reason I did the video, it's a short one. Um, and the only reason I did it was just to try to point out, you know, I keep saying, these jobs take you to weird and wonderful places. This was a weird and wonderful place. I found myself picking grapes in the morning. You wouldn't get that. My wife wouldn't get that. She goes into work. They say, can you do these invoices, please? I go into work and a guy turns around and says, can you take this, this huge clown suit, papier-mâché clown suit, to um, Stenhouse Muir? It's just it's another world. Um, Tony S says, take care, take grapes. Thank you very much. Taking a plunge in a few weeks, just got a van. Mate, good luck. You know where we are if you need us. Obviously not me because I know nothing, but there are people out there that do. Um, Lisa Mead apple picking at the moment to get the money to buy a van. Good luck, Lisa. I hope you get on. I hope you get it sorted soon. Um, Gula Eugen says, so many times I've found myself in the same situation, having the urge to go and help make things go faster. After being a forklift driver for 11 years, it's so frustrating when I'm in a warehouse and they load me at the speed of a turtle, then they hit my van. Yeah, we used to have that down at Southall. They used to have a thing, uh, the sign-up um, where the fruit people worked. It was sort of, please use your brakes to stop your fork truck, not my lorry. <laughs> I don't mind so much. If they bang into it, and it just sort of shudders a bit. doesn't seem to do her any time, so, yeah. But it's not ideal, obviously. You get, you do, it's one of those things you get on site and you get the guys that zoom, 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 and then you get the guys that are like, you all right, mate? Yeah, it's my first load. I only passed yesterday. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. Um, van on a run, that's 80. So I've been hearing about fruit veg picking jobs paying 15 to 20 pounds an hour on the radio. Quite fancy giving it a go for a few weeks for a change. Uh, this one, you know, like when you get there and everybody was really pleasant, really nice, really happy, and you caught on very quickly and you go, um, so what's the story with the fruit picking? Oh, we're all volunteers. I thought, yeah, I thought you were. <laughs> you kind of do this one or two days a year. Turn up, bit of fresh air, bit of coffee, maybe a little wine at lunchtime. What, being a vineyard would be rude not to, wouldn't it, really? Obviously, I couldn't have a wine at lunchtime because I was loaded by 11 o'clock and I'm driving a truck. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of cool, so that's printed double. Something's printed over here, so I think that was that. Um, Mr. Bruce, he said, be careful you're not, you are HXX, not HHH. Mr. Bruce, I have absolutely no idea what that means, but I've read it out anyway. London Crown, if Nick, how you doing, mate? He says, you should get a free bottle for your troubles. You have to do these under a minute and then tag them, hashtag shorts in the title. It's helping people grow massive, apparently. Once again, subscribers, please subscribe generously. It's not a bad idea, Nick. I should have thought of that because it's such a short one. There is one I want to do. There's one coming out on the... Oh, I've done it on the back of the truck. It's actually got the strap winder in it. And um, 
I might do a short on that because I think that's like I might do these shorts. Let me know if they're any good or not. I don't know. It's YouTube and it. It's all kind of as yeah, it's like Dave says about the strap winder, like the frisbee thing. Be lucky. The frisbee thing is my favourite toy. It's fabulous. Right, we now come to a new regular feature of the show, which I've now entitled "Ask the Audience." Can't think where I've got the name from. Totally original. Any game shows out there that decide to use it, I, I, I want the rights. Honestly, then we've got a time machine and uh, nicked it and went back. Um, this is where we're going to focus on questions that I didn't know the answer to, that people have replied to, and also ones that you want to ask that I don't know the answer to, and ones that I didn't know that you've answered on behalf of me. That was too long. Um, Ren Bell says, he says, Hello, Peter. Could you explain to me what a credit note means on the CX and what time to use it? Thanks, Renaldus. It rings about, I've used credit notes before with... Um, the factoring company, but oh, that was back in the day, and I don't even deal with this kind of stuff anymore. The office does that, Ren, to be honest with you. So if anyone out there knows what a credit note means on the CX, could you please stick it in the comments, and we'll let Ren know in the Ask the Audience section next week. Thank you. Um, we're on it. He said, because I wasn't sure what the blue icons were, and I said I could check it out, but I can't be bothered. The blue icons, he said, I believe are a cluster of vehicles in the same area. It normally has a number on it telling you how many. Click on the blue cluster icon in the menu that appears, and all the vehicles should, should all be in the cluster. So what he's saying is, if there's an area that's got like four or five vans, presumably not from the same company, it might just be four or five vans, rather than having them all turn up together like greens and blues, da, 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 you click on the blue and it sort of pings out. So, um, we're on it. Thanks very much, mate. We all appreciate it. There's always those that know better than me, the wise guys. Uh, Wayne Rawlins says, in response to having trouble about filling up with our blue at the nozzle, I personally use an extra nozzle. Put it into the tank and then pour out a nozzle connected to the our blue container. And I've tried it before. I've tried it by putting a funnel in. I've tried it by... It might work if the nozzle fits snugly into the thing. I've, what I've got, I've got two air blues. I'm going to give it a go. I'll put them next to each other. But the problem is, every time I try and get any kind of extension on the air blue container, the pump just goes chunk, chunk, chunk. Three, three pence, four pence, five pence. I've actually got to get the pump right into the tank. Tuck it right into the very end. Then you're praying. It starts to go... Brrr, God, it's painful. I will show you. I will do one on it. It's, um, it's just my seven and a half time. I think the bigger vehicles don't have the problem because they've got the clearance where the nozzle goes in, but I haven't got it. So, um, Claire on 9176 says, if you ever get stuck getting some Mad Blue, defrost the freezer, put the deionized water in a bottle and then pee in it. Homemade Mad Blue. I shall take that on board. I hope it never comes to that. I don't know, I'm hoping there's not that much ice in my freezer. It's supposed to be like ice-free, but I don't know. And finally, Steve Campbell. This is, oh yeah, we did one. What is the difference between buses and trucks? You know, why is there a difference between PSV licenses and HGV licenses? And surely, if there's a shortage of HGV drivers, with a small change in regulations to allow PSV drivers to drive HGVs, all the PSV drivers, as far as I understand it, have all got CPCs as well. So they've all gone through the same training. And presumably, they, unless there's a separate PSV for... Um, strapping a load maybe they don't do that one but that's the only real difference i can see but as steve points out buses have engines at the back trucks have engines at the front loads of buses lo buses load themselves and strap themselves in trucks have to drive and load the vehicle and strap themselves down but of that i can't see the difference much between having the engine at the back and the engine at the front it's still big vehicles i'm sure they're capable of driving it that's like saying you know if you're going to go from um I don't know, a Ford to a BMW, because one's front-wheel drive and one's rear-wheel drive, you need retraining. It's still a car, isn't it? Um, as for strapping them down, well, how long does it take to teach someone how to do a ratchet strap? 
you know, there's, there's a wonderful guy on YouTube does videos about this stuff. He's very informative. Please, subscribe. <laughs> Hopefully I should make it. In fairness, the way it's going, I should make it ahead of time anyway. But just be nice, you know, just nice. Vanity. No, I don't approve. Um, miscellaneous. Rick Gorney Balvan MKD says, Companies that advertise themselves as premium and and kind of overpower are sometimes one of their users take them with caution. I, I presume that's if you sign up with um, your own sort of career company. I've always, I always say do as many things as you can. Don't just sign up with one company and join a CX and go on Shipley and put yourself on Facebook Marketplace and, you know, put a ticket in your local agent. Take as many as you can. Oh, they're all um, strings to your bow, gentlemen. Um, GTA 5 Zacapronia says, um, what is better, haulage exchange or return loads? Haulage exchange, without a doubt. We took on return loads. I think we had it for about six months. I don't think we got one load out of it. It's cheaper, but in a rate of um, how much you get into how much you pay, it, it honestly, it's a lot of the loads, you ring them up and you go, oh, you got a load on there. Yeah, that went three weeks ago, mate. Why is it still listed? Which is listed to make them look good, so you sign up for it. But no, I'm not a big fan of return loads. It didn't work for us at all. You may know different. Anyone who knows different, please put it in, and we'll put it on the RC Audience section. Um, M4 Productions, he says, Pete, can you please explain how to use Waze as a track sat nav? Remember a few videos you're saying you were going to do it. Um, truth of the matter is, I'm still trying to work it out because it's different for me because I'm in a seven and a half ton. There are so many places that I can just drive to. And in a seven and a half ton, Waze kind of works as a sat-nav because if you use Waze in conjunction with Google Maps and you look at the, the list of roads and if it's got like the A roads turn into B roads and then turn into country roads, you can get Google Earth, you can look at it, you can, use, you can scroll down maps. If you're in an 18 ton or above, or if you're in above a seven and a half ton, then it gets really complicated. And it's a bit like there probably is a way of doing it, but I'll be honest with you, I think for the dough, you're better off picking yourself up a Jimway or um, any old uh, truck sat nav. It's just for the amount of grief, for the sake of like 50 quid, I would say go for that. Although I haven't tried the Jimway, I tried that other one. It was all right. They're all a bit all right. I just, I just, I wish there was one out there that would just. It don't, I'm not even worried about the dough, but I mean, I've heard people say about Tom Toms. Some people swear by them. Some people go no, and I, I just, I don't know. As it is for me in the seven half ton at the moment, it hasn't really been much of an issue. Um, also, he says the ULES has expanded, has expanded to anywhere within the North Circular. Um, It'd have to be Euro 6 compliant. As I understand it, it's coming, but it's not here yet. I think it's the 22nd of October. I'll double-check it, and we'll probably put a warning out the Sunday before, uh, which will probably be next Sunday, in fairness, um, that if you're going inside the North Circular and you're not Euro 6, you will suddenly have to pay the... It's, I don't know if it's going to be the LEZ or the ULEZ. I'm not sure, uh, because we're all LEZ. It, it just gets a bit complicated. But to be honest with you, for vans, it probably won't be that dear. It'll probably only be about um, 15 quid. That's what it is at the moment, I think. I think it's £12.50 congestion and £15 jewellers. And if it expands to North Circular, presumably it'd be £15 to drive anywhere inside the North Circular, in which case you're tacking the price of a job. How much is the job? Well, it was 65 now it's 80 because I've got to pay jewellers. And I'm sure most people will swallow it. Mm. It says here the 25th of October. Unless you want to pay the daily charge of £12.50. Well, yeah, my, my thing is, I will, I'll try and narrow that one down. 
I'm not, I wasn't sure if it was the 22nd or 25th. I'm not sure if it was £12.50 or £15. My thoughts are, if you're going into the ULEs, if the job's inside the North Circular, just charge, just stick £15 on the top of the job. Just, you know, £12.50 for the zone charge and £2.50 for your aggravation moment to pay it. Domain name guy. He says, I'll be doing on the blue pallets thing. Uh, Chep are a company that rent uh, the pallets. Allegedly, Chep pallets um, have R and P O I S on them, which which means they're, pre- they're predominantly used for food warehousing. British Sugar apparently used to have yellow pallets, but they attract wasps. We're not some stacked up in RDC, so I think they got rid of them. Yeah, someone should have thought that one through. Bearing in mind they're British Sugar, <laughs> what colour should we paint our pallets? What colour are insects particularly attracted to? Let's do that one. Maybe not. Um, yeah, but yeah, and I do know the thing with the blue pallets is nobody wants them. Because, you know, normal pallet places they can sell the pallets on, but blue ones they're not allowed to sell on. Again, they'll take them, but they won't pay you anything for them, in which case, what's the point of delivering them? Just leave them where they are. I suppose if you've got them on board accidentally, you just go, mate, just take them, just get them out of my way. Uh, Rose says... He was talking about, he's done a thing actually in the comments, it's worth looking into if you're thinking about joining the exchange, how to like factor it out. But I'll give you the Janet and John version. He says, um, working out how much you're charging, getting paid, uh, you know, uh, always start with where you want to be, what pay do you want to take home, add it to your running costs and your vehicle plus 10%. And then he goes on to, it's, it's quite it's quite informative, it's in the comments, it's worth checking out maybe. If you're thinking of starting, he's saying, work out how much you need and then work out whether you actually think it's how easily that would be attainable and that should help the decision on whether you want to join the exchange or not. I've had guys ring me up and they're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to make £500 a week in a Luton van, do you think I can do this? I go, yes, standing on my head. I've had other people ringing me up going, I've got like a long wheelbase, I need two grand a week and I'm going, well, don't, don't touch it because you ain't going to do it. You know, you know, not unless you, you know, if, unless you're incredibly lucky driving here, there, and everywhere, working 18 hours a day and tramping, then you've got half a chance. But work out what you need, work out if it's attainable. Um, CB says, yep, JCB is terrible to collect from. CB, we can't say that anymore. I'll have Julian on my case going, I'm telling him that, I keep sending people into JCB. And as I said myself, it has improved massively. I would take JCB jobs now. Um, Although it does say ST14, I think. Mm. But I think that's more to do with the fact of, like, you know, past thinking. Mm. But no, I'd take them. If it, was in, if it was going the right way and I was in the right place, I'd take it. It was with the BP thing, I think I was in and out of there in three quarters of an hour, which in a truck is um, it's actually quite good. Um, and I think in a van you'd probably be even quicker. So I'm not, I'm not scared of JCB like I used to be anymore. Steve74. Great tip about using the carabiner clip. Now, that was to do with a tail lift. What I've got on my keys, um, although I've got to be honest with you, I just leave the key in the lift now. It's, the the, the, the Holland bitch is shut, and where we are, it's not a fear. But what I would always do is I would have the carabiner, the red key, on my keys, on a little clip thing. So when you get there, rather than having to hang your keys in the back of the truck while you're working the tail lift, because if you hang your keys in the back of the truck and you've got to take the pallet off, you've got to deliver it around the corner, particularly in certain parts of London where I used to work, I'd always be terrified that when I get back to the truck, there'd be no truck there. Because someone walks past, sees a set of keys hanging out, and goes, oh, I love that. And drives off with your lorry. So if you keep the two separate, that works. Most of the places I go to are distribution centres now, and I don't tend to go to places where, um, like I say, I've actually got the, the red keys separate to my truck keys, but it is always in. 
which means that when the truck's parked at night time, if someone knew what they was doing, they could get into the back of it. But then again, the way it's parked, they'd have to be very good because they'd actually have to physically get through a hedge to do it. <laughs> and I would quite like to see that. Um, where was we? Andrew Melia says, what are your thoughts and likes on a Renault Master low load of mans? On the exchange, they're okay. They're better than some of the funky... Um, Specialist vans. In my world, we used to call low load of vans garment wagons because you could walk in and out of the back of them quite easily because it's got a low step and you could just put, like, you know, they have rails across and we'd put hanging garments on it. That's why we call them garment wagons. They work particularly well. If you're going to do the exchange and do other stuff as well, like small removals, they work very, very well as small removal vans because, once again, very easy to walk in and out the back of. As for loading stuff, you can put three pallets on the back of a low loader the same as you can put three pallets on the back of a normal van. But um, you also sometimes can have a ramp fitted, although bear in mind that's going to cost you extra weight. So theoretically, if you've got a pallet truck, you could push the pallets into the back of the van. They can work. If you know what you're doing, they can work. Um, yeah. Try it and see. Uh, Dean9050 says... Um, da, 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 da. No, that doesn't work. Um, hi, Pete. Great info. Thank you. Um, I have a Class 2 license done. Agency work. I would like to get to work myself. Can I break down the costs of an owner-driver on a 7.5 tonne or an 18 tonne? Do I have to have money set aside to cover my starting costs? Is it worth it? Right. It, it's involved... There's lots of videos. This, this could take a very long time. You need to have available at least eight and a half thousand pounds, but you don't have to have the money. You just have to have it available. So you know, with a combination of an overdraft and a clear credit card, you could get it. There are lots of stuff on. There is a video on getting an operator license. Would I recommend it? Well, yes, I would. Although it's a lot to go through if you just want to do it for yourself. Although well, I still would recommend it. The most difficult thing you're going to find is where to park it. Um, and what I would say, if you're thinking about doing it, I would always recommend start with a van first, maybe just for six months, get to the system, get to know the system, make sure it's happy for you. You may find when you start with a van that actually you're happy with a van, or you may go, nope, I like this, I want to go big. But there is plenty of videos out there. Like I say, I'd, if, I, if I went into all the detail, I'd be here forever. So, <coughs> Turtle Life, he says he's a big fan, he says, but he's pulling me up on the fact that I um, plug the, the circuit multi drop out. He says, you recommend this app um, that you don't use doing a multi-drop of 100 plus a day. Um, he says, out of the first 100, how did the app work for you? He says, he says lots of LOL a lot, like, you know, fair play, take care, take money, and don't give it, you know, easy on the fake advice. Right, just to be perfectly clear, um, the circuit people pay me to make videos for their channel. There is another channel, Please check it out because they pay me, which is nice. Um, from my point of view, I don't use multi-drop apps. I've always said all the way along, I'm not missing multi-drop, although I have done multi-drops. I've done the Argos, and I think I did Parcel Force once. Um, if I were to recommend a multi-drop app, regardless of the fact that they don't pay me, I would still recommend this one. It is a little bit dearer than the others, but... From the point of view of the user interface, it's far better than the one that I previously recommended. And also, as I keep saying, if you're only going to do less than 10 drops, and I do less than 10 drops normally, if I'm doing like a Lathams or something like that, it might be eight or nine, it's free, <laughs> which is my favourite price. So just to reiterate, they do pay me for the videos on their channel, and I do plug this app despite the fact I don't do multi-drop 
because I have tried them all, I've tried a few of them out, and I think it's the best. I could be wrong. But that's just me being honest. Like I say, a lot of the time with a BP gun thing, they won't let you use a multi-drop because you've got to do it in their order anyway. But if you are the kind of person, say, for example, a flex person, you might be doing 40 drops in a car, you might be doing it every day, and you might have to work out your own routes, I recommend circuit. And not because they pay me, but because I've tried them all and I actually think... It's a bit like, you know, Marks and Spencer's is dearer than Aldi. Uh, a BMW is more money than an S- than a Fiesta, like a 1.1 Fiesta. Yes, it is dearer. I think the difference is... And that's just my genuine opinion. You don't have to. You could take it. You could, and also, they'll let you try it for free. Try it, and if you don't like it, go, no, Pete's wrong. I say, I'm not Mr. Multidrop. I don't do it. But from my experience, limited as it is... I genuinely believe that. So at the end of the day, take your advice, don't do you. But fair enough, you know, comments, comment. Um, Stefan Bird, he says, he's a new subscriber. He's class one. He's been using Road Lords for two years now. Better than my old Tom Tom and my Snooper. Never had any issues out in London and the sticks. Stefan, I'd love to agree with you, but I have. I started trying to get back into Road Lords again. Again, me just being honest. I could just tell you it's brilliant. But, you know, I'm a middle they don't pay me. Um... But once I was coming home, and I know the way home, ways took me straight down the road. Road laws took me left to where I know it's like a really difficult, I could have done it, but real tiny little windy country road. I'm going, I, it's telling me to go that way, and I know it's wrong. So I just went back to ways, but it's different for me. I'm in a seven and a half tonne. But it, like I said earlier, you've tried the Somtom, you've tried the Snooper, you've tried the big money sat navs. They still take you through width restrictions. They still take you down narrow country lanes. So what's the point? I don't know. I don't, well, like I say, not an issue for me in the seven and a half time. Maybe one day I will get in a bigger vehicle. And then maybe when I'm in a bigger vehicle, I'll be better informed to let you know how it worked for me. But in the meantime, Waze is working for me. Mark Newman. I bought a couple of those retractable wretched straps. They're great. Maybe do a, a minute video on that one, Mark. I think I might do that. Yeah, cheers on the old uh, YouTube shorts. Please subscribe. And in conclusion, um, as always, the nefarious Steve Campbell nearly, nearly got the last word today, mate. He says, "I have plenty of, I have plenty of diesel, veg oil, heating oil. I'm in the doghouse with the local taxi drivers around my area. It's not the best plan to tout for fares illegally in the 22-year-old black cab when every taxi in town has to be white. I am famous on the local Facebook pages for messing them all about. So my cab is now up for sale and I bought a white bolingo and I park in Asda's instead of farm foods. <laughs> Mate, stop. <laughs> Still looking forward to the book, though. Uh, basically, it's going to be like the written version of Brassic, isn't it? Um... Back on TV again. Do like a bit of brassic. And the final word today actually goes to a new guy, um, Istvan uh, Otavos, who says you should be a radio or a TV presenter or some kind of narrator. He says, I'm better than Jeremy Clarkson. I would love to, Istvan. But the only problem is, if I do that, who is going to deliver um, John Lewis's Christmas decorations? Who's going who's to get them 10 pallets of sweets up to Birmingham? Who's going to be in St. Neots at 9 o'clock in the morning or uh, 8 o'clock in the morning um, on Monday taking some stuff up to somewhere near Birmingham? I forget now. So I'm a central key worker. <laughs> That's it. It's Andy Q and as always, remember, I'm only 41 off. Please subscribe. That's, yeah, that's it. I hope you're all well. I'm going to go and cut my hedge. 
one of my lovely neighbours put a, a, a note through the door saying, your hedge is getting overgrown. Yeah, anonymous. Thanks very much. I know my hedge is getting overgrown. They stopped taking the green bins away about six weeks ago due to a, sh a shortage in HGV drivers, apparently. I don't know. They should, some, somebody should have said something on the news about it. And as a result of which, I've been trying to work out where to put it all. But last week, I did my driveway, so I've got them great big bags from when I took the stones across. Um, and now I can use the great big bags to put the green thing in. Well, I was going to do it today anyway, but thanks very much for now. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter or twisted. I haven't taken it personally. Admittedly, if, she had, if they had put a name on it, I would have gone around their um, house and um, pulled their lungs out through their mouth. But um, no, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not. I'm very nice. Please, please subscribe. Uh, that's it. Done Q&A. Absolute gibberish as usual. Hope you're well. Take care. Take money. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.